And hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. If this is the first time you're joining me, either on Facebook or YouTube, hello and welcome. Uh, my name is Brother Michael D'Angelo, and uh, this is the uh, ministry channel. Um, if you're watching on Facebook, it's on Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Uh, I think that's what you type in, Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. And then also on YouTube, just Let This Mind Be In You. You can look that up. Also, we're streaming um, later on. We'll be uh, uploading this to all the podcast uh, platforms. That'll be uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, and Podbean and Podcast.com, all of them. Uh, you'll be able to look them up there under Let This Mind Be In You Ministries Podcast. And so you look that up. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you'll look that up and you'll be able to see or hear that, uh, download it to your, your smartphone or whatever, so you can play it in the car and listen to it later on, okay? So if you're listening later on, hello and welcome to you as well. So we're going to check the uh, feeds here. Give us a few minutes to get in here. Let's see. So we have one watching, it looks like, on potentially Facebook. Uh, Danielle, hello, Danielle, if you're, if you're still watching. And then we have Brother JT. So Brother Gabriel's here on the YouTube channel, and Brother JT is here. Hello, Brother JT and Brother Gabriel. And uh, thank you, uh, everybody that uh, has uh, knew about uh, Dominic. Uh, so Dominic, what was that, Wednesday? So it was yesterday. My goodness. Uh, yesterday he had uh, a surgery to correct some things uh, with him physically. And uh, nothing too serious, but uh, he came out of that surgery. He had to be uh, put under anesthetic and or whatever that's called, uh, where you get put to sleep. And uh, but he made it through fine. And you would not know that he um, was uh, <laughs> cut open. And uh, he's he's been moving and scooting uh, pretty much since he woke up <laughs> yesterday. I mean, he he was groggy for a little while, and then once he got home, he was right back to being Dominic. Uh, climbing on things he shouldn't be climbing on and getting into things he shouldn't get into. You know, the typical um, just turned one-year-old in October, um, beginning of November there. October 31st was when he turned one. So he is up and at it, and he is definitely going after it. And uh, so we're thankful to the Lord for that, uh, that uh, he made it through that surgery, and everything seems to be healing the way it should be. And so uh, we, we are so thankful for that. All right, so tonight, um, you, you know, uh, by the title, um, we're going to be in Romans chapter 14, so you can go ahead and get your Bibles out, but before that, uh, earlier, um, a few hours ago, actually, I had a brother in Christ and his um, and a sister in Christ and their two daughters, uh, they were here, uh, they had dinner with us, he got his hair cut, and uh, it's brother Garrett Culler, and, uh, and I pre-recorded an interview, so I wanted to show you that before we get started into Romans 14 tonight. So um, I hope you uh, get that, uh, watch, sit through that, because uh, you're going to see his testimony, and uh, he's going to bring out a few things. But I wanted, to, I've been wanting to do this with all of my um, local brothers in Christ here. That uh, that uh, is part of our local body. And um, before we leave in the beginning of April, I wanted to make sure I got as many of those brothers that were willing to come on. And he was over here, and he was willing. So I wanted to, it's good to hear people's testimony, uh, the testimony of salvation and what God has done in their life uh, since salvation. And uh, so it's very good to hear those kinds of things. So if you would, just go ahead and um, 
bear with me. This is the first time I'm trying to do this. This is a pre-recorded, and hopefully it works out, okay? So enjoy. And uh, this is recorded earlier, but uh, I wanted to have you uh, introduced to my good friend and brother in Christ. This is Brother Garrett Culler, and uh, he's here with me tonight. He came to get his haircut, which I think looks pretty good. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm glad you agree. Yeah. My wife cut his hair, so that's good. Um, he's got, uh, be praying for Brother Garrett. He's um, recently, he's you've done a couple of testing for the, uh, he's, you're a state surveyor, right? Yeah, for the state of Maryland, yeah. Okay, so you work for the state of Maryland as a, as a surveyor, and you just got your certification. Uh, what, what was that you got again? I actually passed my Maryland, uh, the, the licensure. The, all the exams for licensure. So it's a pretty exam. it's a pretty big thing. And you have a you have a interview on Monday. Yeah. Okay. So be, we're going to be praying for Brother Garrett and God's. Uh, he'll be surrendered to God's will. That's what we've been learning about prayer in um, our our local body. So, um, well, tonight, like I said, Brother Garrett's here with us uh, just for a few short minutes, and that's why the um, this is recorded earlier than the normal time because uh, you got you know, your two young girls and you got to get up early in the morning and you got. What is that, about a 40-minute drive? No. 30? Yeah, it's about 30. 30? Okay. Yeah. Well, we want to we get them out here in good enough time. So um, right now, um, so we talked about this a little bit earlier. Why don't you just go ahead and take me through um, your testimony, brother? Um, tonight, um, later on, once we go back to live, uh, we're going to be talking about Romans 14. So at the end of this, if you have any comments, you'd like to talk about Romans 14, maybe some, like, one or two points on that, and then uh, – then that'll maybe make it good for us to have a good jumping off point, you know. But for right now, why don't you just tell me about your testimony? Just let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So go ahead, brother. All right. So, I mean, I will say that, you know, you hear a lot of people say, um, you know, I grew up in a Christian home or I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I didn't know who God was. I didn't. And I would say that for the most part, I grew up in a family that is, um, they have morals and, you know, I know that my, on my dad's side of the family, his, his dad and mom, they didn't talk about it much, but, you know, later in life, I found out my grandfather was saved and he actually did tell me, I sat down with him at one time and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he actually told me that he was ashamed that he had not shared his faith. Oh, well. Um, and that this he is was your... 89 years old when he told me that. Oh, okay. And this is um, your grandfather that pretty recently passed away? No, that was my dad's dad. Oh, okay. Okay. So... Um, he actually passed away not long after that. Um, but no, um, I grew up in a family that, like I said, they, they, there were morals. I mean, I, you know, my dad's a good man. He, he you know, he, he had discipline, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> good discipline. Um but uh, but we went to we went to different churches. We skipped around, you mm-hmm. know, all over the place. Uh, we never really had a, a good foundation in that. Um, when my my parents got divorced uh, earlier in my life, and when my parents got remarried, um, you know, my stepfather and his family they all kind of went to a church of the brethren, mm-hmm. and so we just kind of did that. You know, we went there and, um, about the time I was in about 10th grade, ninth grade, um, I started noticing a a young lady, 
<laughs> oh, a young lady. And, uh, yeah, and uh, and it's okay to say that because she is my wife now. She's so. in the other room right now. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. But uh, about tenth grade, um, I, I started to like her a lot. Um, I'd say by eleventh grade, um, you know, I invited her to I say my church. Uh-huh. You know, uh, and she basically said that. She had her own. She didn't want to, you know, we weren't dating or anything, obviously, mm-hmm. but, um, and so she invited me to hers and, uh, and what kind of guy would not say, <laughs> say, okay, I'll, I'll do that, you know? Mm. And, um, and so I started going with her family. Okay. Um, yeah, I was old enough to drive at that point. I'd meet them in the mornings and, and, uh, we would all go up. Uh, it was a, it was a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say that the gospel was preached to me many times. Right. Um, I heard the gospel several times. And um, at some point, um, it began to make sense. Uh, I can't tell you exactly what point that was, but... Do you feel like... um it was almost like you had like a gnawing at you. There was like there's yeah. that conviction was starting to set in. Like, hmm, what's there's something here. Yeah, and it and it seemed like every time every time the preaching would start, I would begin to feel like okay, he's he's talking to me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and maybe that's a weird way of saying it, but um, you know, it was a it was a special event. It was like a it was a um, anniversary. Sunday kind mm-hmm, of thing, sure. and he had a special speaker and all that came in, and um, I remember, I do remember that that day like it was yesterday. Yeah, um, you know, and and I remember um, very specifically at that time uh, I was pretty good friends w- with a with a guy there in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of became friends just by, you know, I guess. He liked the same things I liked. We liked to hunt and fish and all that, and so we hung out some. and And uh, it was actually his dad that uh, that took me through the Bible. Hmm. And uh, I would I will say I have to appreciate uh, it wasn't just a uh, you know raise your hand oh, yeah. and uh, say this prayer, but um, uh, Mr. Renner, Jason Renner's dad, um, took me through the Bible. Right. Faith showed, cometh by hearing, yeah, and hearing and by the word of me, God. And, yeah. and I remember at the end of that, um, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't believe that I made the decision right at that moment. Mm-hmm. It was to me, it was a, it was kind of a trembling moment, like wow, you know, to be faced with the fact that you're a sinner <laughs> on your way to hell, mm-hmm. and and yet Christ did all this for me, and you know, for all of us, and um, amen. But uh, you know. To accept Christ into my heart and to understand that, um, I I will have to say that I did I and I <laughs> I think every Christian would say this I did not understand it as much then as I do now. Oh sure, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it is my life has definitely not been the same. Yeah. It just has not been the same. Um, several years later, um, I had I had never struggled with my salvation. Mm-hmm. I never really struggled with that at all. And to be honest with you, I don't know if I struggle with it at the moment that this happened, but, um, you know, some would say, well, I remember you getting saved and, and, you know, I think it was 2010, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
and I and I would have to say, yeah, I remember that day too. Um, but you know, and I believe it's in Second Peter where it talks about, or maybe it's First Peter. You have to help me out, brother. Mm-hmm. Where it talks about the um, basically, you can get so far into sin that you would forget you're saved. Um, I think it is, and and I can look it up, but. Um, you know, I do believe I had sin in my life and, mm-hmm. and when the preacher was preaching and the Holy Spirit was convicting, right. um, I took that as, man, am I really saved? And, uh, and yeah, yeah. and I, and, and, and I'm not going to say that because I can remember, I can remember the change that took place in my heart mm-hmm. way back when. Um, where you said you were like 17, 16, I, 17 at the time. I was, I was actually 18 mm-hmm. cause, um, my wife, which was my girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. she gave me a King James Bible for my 19th birthday. Oh, wow. And, um, I still have it. You still do. It's a little tattered. Yeah. And well, <laughs> I, I would say so. Cause that was like 20 <clears throat> something yeah, or close yeah. to 20 years ago. Whatever. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Yeah. The um, but the change, the change in my life, um, I think really, we've talked about this. You know, the change in my life has been more of the yeah, yes. At the moment of salvation, you're sanctified, you're separate, okay, but you're justified. Yeah, now the sanctification, this yeah. sanctification process. Um, well, you're immediate. You know, think about it. You are immediately. He has sanctified you, as in he's separated you. I'm, sure, I'm a child of God. Right. But then the sanctification daily, moment by moment. It's more. It's more us in us, like us surrendering our will more and more every single day. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, the the separation. You're you're born again. Um, behold, all things have uh, old things have passed away. All things become new you're a new creature in Christ, but it's the, now it's the daily walk. And, um, you know, we were talking about this before too. So, I mean, you're saved. Um, you said 17, 18 years old. And then at that moment you were living so far away, like as far as in sin. And I, trust me, I, I definitely know what that's like. Um, but then you, you started, um, after that moment, I guess you would say it was around 2010, you started becoming more, you started studying more. You started uh, becoming more, I guess you would say, involved. You started teaching around that time, or working with like teenagers, or what? What year it did was you start still, doing it? Yeah, it was. Um, it was still probably a, a maybe a year or two of uh, really getting into the word. Um, but yes, I I I would say that. Um, you know, God really began to work this 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 book right here. Yeah. And, and honestly, um, looking back there, and it's sad to say this, but you know, there was more change in my life in the last five years mm-hmm. than there was in the, in the first several years of, of salvation. Now I, I'm not saying that things didn't change cause there was a lot that changed in oh, my sure. life. Um, there's a lot of a lot of sin that was gone, you know, and 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 a lot of things that that got cut out of my life just naturally, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and including friendships. There were friendships that were severed, and yeah. and but um, but yeah, I the the last uh, from from about 2000, 
12 on, um, really, really began to, uh, get in the word more and, um, and really just fall in love with the word of God. Yeah. Jesus Christ, the pages of scripture open to us. It's like, um, you know, especially the last, I'd say the last three years have been, have been tremendous. Um, the change in my life has been more, uh, we've talked as a reset, you know, and and honestly, well, well, why don't you, I I know what that means in my own personal life. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, you, you say a reset and it's like, well, what does that mean? Reset. So in your, in your mind, like what is, what is that reset in your, in your spiritual walk? Um, I mean, because King James Bible believer, you know, you study his word, but it's not just, are you saying it's gone beyond studying and then applying his word, the word to your life? Or what would you describe as being the reset in your, in your own words, if you can? Well, I would definitely say going from my own thinking, um, and, Hmm. and setting it upon the mind of Christ as you know, as your ministry is. That's if you it, you know if you think about it, it's, um, it is it's actually harder to do things my way in the long run. Mm. Um, but in the short in the short go at it, we we go, but it just seems so much easier if I just do it my way. Mm. Um, you know, you read and you hear things, and and honestly, even even preaching, my desire to hear certain kinds of preaching. Okay. You know, I, I remember I would I would search and I'd listen to you know, and, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong mm-hmm. with listening to preaching, you know, from all from all over. I'm not I'm not saying that at all. Please don't take. I hope nobody takes that the wrong way. But for me, in more that you are fully persuaded, really, because look at the look at the next words that he says. Hold fast the form of sound words. Was this a Paul rambling on like whatever Paul want? No, mm-hmm. through the direct. Inspiration of the Holy Spirit, those sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. And, you know, we talked about Psalms 138 and verse 2, you know, magnified thy word even above his name. Mm-hmm. And I think that's now I'm, I'm bringing my per- perspective into this. Having the mind of Christ is having his mind. His mind is laid out through the power of the Holy Spirit because, as I've mentioned to you before, that is the mind of Christ. It's the Holy Spirit of God, yeah, which is in us. Which can now we have the ability to cry, "Abba, Father." We have the ability, First Corinthians two, to even understand the things of His Word because these things are spiritually discerned, brethren. Ye have the mind of Christ, and um, so that's really good. I, I want. I've been wanting to have you on here to to, to share your testimony. Saved uh, later on, as you would say mm-hmm. in life, yeah. you weren't raised in what we would call a Christian home. You're raised in a you know, a religious but lost home, yeah. and um, which is so many people that would possibly be watching. You know, they they have this religious r- religiosity. You know, this cultural Christianity that's around them, but it's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's a personal commitment. It's a personal decision, and the fact that you felt like those messages were directed personally at you because they were. It was the Holy Spirit of God that was really working on Garrett Culler's life. And then when you finally came to the end of yourself through the power of the word of God, being yeah. as you went through that, you came to the end of yourself and like, I can't do it on my own. And you put your faith and trust in him and, and cried out to him. And uh, that is the, 
you know, what's something interesting, this last thing, and I'll let you go. One that's really interesting, um, as we went through Romans 10 just a few weeks ago, it's the same time that we've been going through as a church body, the what prayer is, hmm. and how prayer is the surrendering to the will of God. Jesus gives us that example in the garden when he's praying, nevertheless, not as I will, but thine. And so the Romans 10 and verse 13, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. To me, that that is that the moment of salvation is because that's the first birth cries of surrendering your will to his. It's the very first thing that happens. And so is it necessary for salvation? I believe so, because that's coming to godly sorrow, which worketh repentance. And that's what you came to. So it's really good to hear that. And it's really good that um, you've uh, decided to follow that uh, pretty young lady to church. Yeah. Which is now Miss Jessie, Sister Jessie, who's in the other room with your uh, two sweet little girls. And um, I've really ha- I enjoyed having you over here. I really have enjoyed our um, our brotherhood, our friendship over the past couple of years. Amen. Yeah. And. We, we have to do this again when I have some more time. But. Yeah, well, we can do it any time because now, like I said, this is previously recorded. Um, I think I have a way of doing this um, to where we can do it earlier in the day, and so it would work out for, with some of you guys' schedules a little bit better. So, But anyways. Well, you mentioned about – Go ahead. Men- Sorry, brother. No, go ahead. You mentioned, I would say, in, in this study, um, this study about prayer and on prayer, um, I, I – I know that we we looked at this as as a group, um, but also I'm going to put this down a little bit. Go ahead. Um, but in in Romans one, uh, when he wrote this letter, and I, and I I love, and I say he wrote that God right. used Paul mm-hmm. to write this, yeah. and I and you know I think sometimes we do need to reiterate that because you know people may think weird about us, but... Well, it's when somebody says to the point where they're like, hey, you know, this is Paul's gospel. Yeah. Well, he says that, but that's what he's been given to us word. Yeah. He's been given it to give it to us, you know, so... But what's amazing here, um, when you when you go through Acts and you see all that Paul went through as yeah. a man mm-hmm. uh, to get the gospel out, but also... Um, just from start to finish in Acts, I love to 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 read through that, and you find right in the middle there where he had a heart that God gave him mm-hmm. to go to Rome. He wanted to go to to see the Romans, mm-hmm. and uh, and I and I honestly just my thought, and I know that this this really means nothing to anybody else, but it does seem like that that may have been when God used him to write this letter to the Romans. Um, because it, where it was sent from and mm-hmm. everything, but uh, but nonetheless, what's amazing is you read here um, in in Romans one, he says in verse nine, uh, well verse eight, back up to verse eight. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of His Son that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. And so, you know, as we study prayer, mm-hmm. thinking about, well, what did Paul pray? You know, what, 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 kind, of, what kind of example did, what kind of example? Well, he, he the same example as that Christ gave, just yeah. to give up your own will for, for him. He says, uh, making request, if by any means, now at length, I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God 
to come unto you. And I yeah, think man, the will of God man. To, to think about if by any means it's like, wow. Yeah. You know, that, that is really literally saying whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm in it because I want your will to be done. Yeah. And wow. Um, it's awesome. Amen. And, uh, I, I, I hope that I know that we say that, mm-hmm. but I hope that when we say it, we truly mean that, you know, I think sometimes I I say it and then I go, did I really mean that? Sure. And, yeah. I think that's a good that's a that's a good uh, indicator. Um, if if we ever start thinking like we got this all figured out and we're as being puffed up, uh, you know, thinking that we got it all put together, um, I think that's a good indicator when you're like, man, did I really mean that? And that's a good way of of understanding and, and say, okay, this is not something that's of me. Lord, it's all of you. Um, and I, I know exactly what you mean when you say that, you know, because the ends of our conversation need to match what we're we're talking about. And that is so hard because we struggle against this flesh and blood. That's, that's what the, that's what the, the groaning is, you know, and, but that's also the beauty of what he gave us, which was the body of believers here, the local body here of the, of the, of the, his body in the local church here where you can edify, you can exhort, you can strengthen me, edify me. I can do the same to you. And that's the, that's the bond of, of brotherhood. That's the bond of peace. That's if there's going to be any consolation, you need to have the mind of Christ. And then the more we have the mind of Christ together is when we know we have the same spirit, but that's when we become of our own spirit, like-minded. Yeah. And so be like-minded, which is really interesting because we're going to get into Romans 14 here in a minute. And um, on the live I was, I was portion, thinking about that. As, yeah, as, and it as, goes as, right in from Romans 14 about all these things that separate people and the Judaizers during that time that were trying to implement all this stuff that it was separating them. Paul's like, look, all these kinds of things, you know, be, be persuaded in your own mind. That's fine. And then as soon as that's over, Romans 15, because it's part of that letter, he's just like, look, be like-minded have the mind of Christ, the God of patience and consolation. And so I can't wait to get to Romans 15. Yeah, I mean, Probably if, won't if get I'm there putting tonight. my will off for you and you're putting your will off for me. That's right. That's what it should be about. We're going to have a pretty good relationship. That's right. Yeah. It's just, it's the same thing in, in any relationship, including yeah. our uh, relationships with our wives and so forth and so on. Well, my brother, I'm, I'll be praying for you, especially uh, Monday. Uh, can't wait to see you already um, on Sunday. Uh, if not sooner. And so Amen. thanks for coming out. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, and so we're going to get back to the live uh, portion of this, but uh, thank you to brother Garrett Kohler and uh, be, be praying for him for this Monday that God's will will be done and that he would be surrendered to that. Okay. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll have to see you, see you some other time and uh, hope we can do this again before I leave. Amen. Okay. Amen. Good. All right, brother. Thank you for making me. So we're back here live. Um, I was hearing myself through the monitor, so I thought I was going out. See, I'm still struggling with trying to get this. Now I'm back here with the audio. I apologize. If you heard some echoing during the uh, pre-recorded, again, this is the first time I'm trying to do this, and um, I'm learning. And uh, <laughs> I'm learning also that it would be really helpful if I had somebody that was doing all this production stuff for me while I'm trying to just, <laughs> I forget, I forget all the time. So, but that's okay. You know, 
you know, that's what keeps us humble. You know, we're just, I, I, I fail. I, I make mistakes, you know, it happens. And um, I'm really kind of, I'm really looking to see now if my recorder, nope, my recorder was muted during that time too. So when you heard the echoing and the, and the, the muted and no sound during the other portion of the, uh, the pre-recorded, now I have to go back and try to fix that audio for the audio podcast. And so I might be up for a little bit longer than I wanted to be tonight, or I'll just wait until tomorrow. Either way, it doesn't really matter. Brethren, let's get, uh, let's get into, um, Romans chapter 14. And, uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, it's good hearing from my, my, uh, man, a, a good brother in Christ, uh, somebody that really exhorts and edifies me daily. And, uh, boy, uh, it was good to have him on here and we'll have to have him on here for a little bit longer and maybe live next time. If you have any comments or something like that, or any questions for him or anything, uh, make sure you, you down below, you make a comment later on. And, um, yeah, there was, so the audio didn't drop. Well, it did on my recorder. So I'm gonna have to go back and fix that, but good to, uh, good to know. So that was brother Garrett Culler from um, New Testament Church of Hagerstown. That's our local body. That's just what, kind of what we call ourselves here in uh, in Hagerstown. So, all right, Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14, we'll get as far as we can with this, and uh, then we'll call it a night, okay? Give some time for some, some questions later on. All right, him that is weak in the faith, this is verse 1 of Romans chapter 14, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. So first off, right off the bat, um, it does, you know those that are weak in, in in the faith, they are in the faith though, as it says here. But they're weak. Um, you're supposed to receive them, but not the doubtful disputations. You know somebody that's going to be causing those disputes uh, over nothing. Just that. Just be careful about that when you're when you're getting together with a, a local body. Just be wary of that. But if Paul's going to address all these things through the power of the Holy Spirit here. For one believeth, verse 2, that he may eat all things. Another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let him or let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. So right off the bat, um, you can see some dietary laws that are here. And uh, again, there was uh, those that were being saved out of Judaism or the the worshiping the law for lack of a better term and they had the, this mind that now that they were saved they would still they had to eat the same things that they were supposed to eat you know the dietary laws and so forth and so on and so they were having a lot um they're having a lot of issues with um with the those that are coming in trying to enforce the law and different things like that we've mentioned that before um, verse number four, who art thou that judgest another man's servant to his own master? He standeth or falleth. This is interesting because <laughs> we are the servants of Christ here. Yea, he shall be holding up for God is able to make him stand. Okay. One man esteemeth one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Again, these are holy days. Um, uh, this, you know, we should worship on this day and this, that, and the other thing. These are all the things. It's it's interesting that these things are still going on. Uh, 
the, these things are still going on um, today, okay? Verse number six, he that regardeth the day regardeth it unto it unto the Lord, and he that regardeth not the day to the Lord he doth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks, and he that eateth not to the Lord he eateth not and giveth God thanks. Again, the dietary laws and different things that were separating them, it was causing contention. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. These are saved individuals within this body. Again, this letter is written to the body in Rome and different places around that area. They spread this letter around. For to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. Now, this verse right here really speaks to me a lot because this is, to me right here, you can write off to the side of here, grace. Remember grace. Again, see, to this end, we are now Christ. Let the Spirit work in each individual, okay? Uh, We'll get through this. it, we'll get through this uh, uh, together here as we, we'll cover the rest of this uh, this chapter and this portion of this letter. But it's this this liberty thing. It's not saying things that are clearly outright, you know, sin. Well, you consider it sin. I don't consider it sin, and therefore it's my liberty to do. That's not what it's talking about. It's talking about brothers in Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ within there, struggling with these things that were separating them that they now had liberty from, days, diet, different things such as that, things that in of themselves are not evil, okay? You know, well, this meat right over here was offered to an idol. That makes it evil. No, it just makes it meat, you know? it. But people were struggling with those things. In the body of Christ now, I mean, still to this day, us and our flesh, we let these things separate us even to this day people with dietary laws and different things like that. Look, if you're persuaded that eating a certain type of meat is wrong, when you come over, if I'm going to be a follower of Christ and be the one, be who God would want me to be, I'm not going to serve you that, okay? Because I'm considering you, considering others. That's what we should be doing. And that's what it gets to this point right now. Verse number 10, but why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set it not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. That's important. So if you're being convicted of something that the Holy Spirit's working on you, when in of itself it may not be sin, but it's really causing you to stumble and things that you get cleared out of your life, be subject to the Holy Spirit. And that's the surrendering your will. That's what we should be praying for ourselves and for others to be surrendered to his will. Get those things out of your life. But don't be judging other people that have no issues with those simple things. I don't have an issue with eating pick a, pick a meat, uh, pork. Some people have a real problem with that. Okay. You know, you're fully persuaded of that. I, I'm not, I'm, but I'm going to consider you when you're, I'm around you. All right. So just remember, we'll all have to give an account one day. So these things we do in our life for Christ now, uh, we're going to have to give an account for that. That's the wood, hay, stubble. Well, bless God, I have the liberty to eat whatever I want to eat. Well, 
that's wood, hay, and stubble with that kind of attitude when you knew there was a weaker, quote-unquote, brother that had struggled with whatever that is. So. All right, so in verse number 11, for it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Amen for that. Isaiah 45 and verse 23, you can look that up. And then right across from our our verse for this this uh, ministry, let this mind be in you, Philippians 2.10. Let's turn there real quick. I think I may go to Philippians after Romans. I just don't know yet. Don't know yet. I'd like to, but uh, God's will be done. Philippians chapter 2, though, in verse number 10, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. He is Lord. The Lord, the only one. That's when the earth has made his footstool and uh, enemies are made his footstool and death and hell are cast into the lake of fire. Boy, I can't wait. Boy, I can't wait. Uh, but right now, just remember very next verse, verse 12. So then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. So remember, you'll stand before Christ and you'll give an account for yourself, what you've done for Christ, what you've done in this life now. You won't have to answer for your sins. Thank God for that. Unclean of itself. Now, hold on. Paul, are you saying there's nothing unclean of itself? Uh, you know, the things that are clearly written out in the Bible, fornication, those things that are clearly sin. This is what I was mentioning earlier. There's not Christian liberty to live a life of sin now. That's not what it's saying. It's saying that it's things such as meat and days and so forth and so on, it's not unclean in and of itself. However, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. They're persuaded in their own mind. We need to have patience, and I, that's why I can't wait to get to uh, the next part of this uh, this letter in Romans chapter 15. That'll be next week. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. Okay, this is so convicting. And again, I have to just keep making the, the point. It's not about sin. Well, to you, that's sin. To me, it's not sin, you know, so therefore it's not sin. No, sin is sin, okay? If it's it's clearly in the Word of God, it's sin. Um, but I think right here it's, it's talking about destroying. Um, it says, destroy not him with thy meat. That's that testimony. That's that personal relationship you have with those within the body of Christ. You're destroying them. Well, I mean, this. I, I surely think that eating pork is wrong. I'm giving this as an example. I surely think that, that that's wrong, but that brother over there is doing that, and boy, I just don't know what, and that's destroying him. It's making him kind of, oh, man, this, something's not right here. Just remember that, Christian. Don't flaunt your liberty. And verse number 17 is the key point here. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. There it is. There is the key. The kingdom of God, the eternal, 
the things not of this life, not the kingdom of heaven, this this uh, earthly, this this temporal kind of thing, the kingdom of God. That's why it says in Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. See, they were asking him about the kingdom of heaven. Well, you know, can I sit on your right hand? Can I do this when I, you enter your kingdom? Hey, teach us how to pray and this, that, and the other thing. They're looking for that, but now the kingdom of God. That's what Jesus said. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. And you'll know that in joy in the Holy Ghost, that your joy may be full. This life will end. You know, if you have to give up eating that hamburger for a couple, like for a day while you're around a quote-unquote weaker, as it's called here, brother that has problem with eating a hamburger, so be it. What's the big deal? But it also says for that 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 weaker brother, as they, they start to kind of grow in the faith and start to understand that, oh, you know, I don't, there's no dietary laws anymore that... Christ fulfilled the law. He's he's done away with those things. And man, his grace is now, wow, I can enjoy that. And so they can be persuaded in their own mind. That's growth. For he that, uh, verse 18, for he that is in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. Provoke each, provoke one another to good works. That's Hebrews ten. For meat destroy not the work of God. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. It is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine nor any thing, whereby thy brother stumbleth or is offended or is made weak. Any all has the same thing. That's that's everything. That's all. Hast thou faith? Have it to thyself. Before God, happy is he that condemneth not himself in that which he alloweth, and he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Again, considering one another, provoking one another to good works. That's Romans chapter 14. You know, we, we just skimmed the, the quote-unquote, the surrounding. Uh, there's a lot of issues people talk about with, you know, Christian liberty, what does it mean? Um, I could give you example upon example upon example. Be persuaded in your own mind. Um, if things are causing you to stumble, things that are taking the place of God in your life, when you're like, I'd rather do this. I'd rather play with this little widget right here instead of, you know, man, God's been convicting me of something I need to, I need to look at in his word, and still I'm, I'm playing with this little widget. That widget's now an idol. It's taking a place where God's rightful place. It's having that have the preeminence as Diotrephes in uh, John, First John 3, or 3 John. Yes, 3 John. Diotrephes wants to have that preeminence. Those things in our life that wants to have the preeminence, that's usually us, our flesh. We want to give over to our flesh. I want to have my way. Nope. His way. Surrender your will to his. God, help me on that, please. To surrender my will. That is my prayer. And that's what true prayer should be about, as we've been mentioning and talking about. Okay, Romans chapter 15. Next time, one of the, one of the 
chapters of Romans that I, I just love to talk about. So Romans chapter 15, we'll get into that next week. So let's go through. Let's go through some of the comments here to see if we have any. Uh, I see a few more people that are on that are on Facebook right now, so that's good. But I don't see any comments or questions. I see a thumbs up from Sister Joe Clark. Hello, Sister Joe. And I see a few other people have joined on there. So I I pray that you are being edified and exhorted and convicted of things in your life there on the Facebook ministry page. Let this mind be in you, ministries. Okay. Now, let's start with, it's going to be right about here. Hi, Sister Lizzie. You're on YouTube. Yeah. New toys take a while to learn, that is for sure. And this is KJV for life, which used to be Rebel for Christ, I believe. So, good to have you back here. Brother Swope, hello. Got in from a meeting with his local body there. And there was times where there was an echo in that interview. And I, I do apologize those were listening. And like I said, this, uh, this podcast, I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to do that. I might just cut it down. No, I'd really like to everybody hear that interview. I'm going to have to figure out how to do that. So on the podcast version, I may have to just cut that out and place that new, just play it again and uh, dub it over top of what I'm doing here right now. I'm thinking out loud. That's inside baseball. You don't need to hear all that stuff. I apologize. All right. We should not be a stumbling block to others. That's for sure. Uh, Okay. Um, My brother Gabriel here is talking about uh, there are things in the Bible you shouldn't get hung up on, but there are doctrines that you have to take a stand on and contend for the faith. That's absolutely true. You know, we don't compromise on the word of God. If it's if it's spelled out there in black and white, ooh, can't compromise on that. And uh, there could be there could be some things that we have to work through as as a as a body come together with a like mindedness though. And uh, I think it refers a lot of times to us not having the correct mindset ourselves, the little M mind, I guess you would say, not the capital M mind, the Holy Spirit, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. So we get off the path so quickly. We get in the flesh. All right. Um, Somebody was talking about verse 9 of Romans 14. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't lose your salvation. That's a very good verse there in uh, verse number 14. Okay. Yes, Brother Bob is the uh, name of KJV for life. 
that's where the life is. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So the word that's even ma- that's uh, ma- magnified even above his name, I'm paraphrasing there in Psalm, Psalms 138, I believe in verse 2, um, that word is life. You want to have life eternal? Get saved. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Do you want to have life more abundant? Live your life now <laughs> through the word of God. That's how you have the abundant life. So King, King James Version for life. That is exactly right. Uh, verse 21, Brother JT says, it broadens anything that could offend a brother or sister. I know I drink wine, but there are those that hate it with a passion. So I try not to drink in front of them or let them see. And, uh, yeah, we've talked about that before, that that is, that is a point of contention in a lot of things. And I also think exactly what type of wine you're drinking, too. Um, so... We've talked about that before there, brother. Uh, yep. All right. So we got a lot of good comments there, and I'm coming down to the end of it. Um, what I'd like to do. Yes, First uh, Corinthians eight and First Corinthians ten do get into meats offered to idols, which is a good cross reference. That's absolutely right, um, because again, this is, we have to look at it in context what was going on at the time. People were coming out of a a religion that taught you know you had to do these things, you had to, you had to like not. It, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I believe it's Acts. Uh, let's see. Somebody help me out here. Oh, yeah, it's Acts chapter 10 with uh, Peter and uh, Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian Band. So some good guys there. Uh, <laughs> the Italian Band. This is uh, Acts chapter 10 and verse 1. And again, it says a devout man and one that feared God with all his house. Wow. So, but he was a Gentile. And as this account goes through here, Peter is up here and uh, up on the roof. And <laughs> it, this is such an interesting story because he went on the housetop to pray about the uh, sixth hour, verse number 10, and he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. And saw heaven open, and a certain vessel descended unto him, as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth, wherein we were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth, and wild beasts, and creeping things, and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. Seems pretty straightforward, right? <laughs> but Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. That's, that's the system they are coming out of. 
And uh, God goes on to tell, uh, said uh, in verse 15, and the voice spake unto him again the second time, what God hath cleansed, let that call not thou common. This was done thrice or three times, and the vessel was received up again into heaven. What's the point? The point is, God has made those things that there's no more of those dietary laws anymore. Um, but it was to make the example as well that the gospel has gone to the Gentiles now. You're saying, you know, it says right after this, he goes and and sees the Holy Ghost come upon this uh, the centurion of the Italian band. He's like, oh, wow, that's exactly what was going on in the in the in the body at that moment. All right. Uh, some messages retracted here, taken by. Yeah, some of the brothers are talking about uh, the Genesis 3 account where, um, you know, Eve really distorted uh, in, uh, the word of God. Now, let me... Where did she get that word from? I, I'm going I'm to pose this to you, gentlemen, as a, as a thought-provoking question. Where did Eve get that word from? I, now, did she get it directly from God? May, she may have. But uh, I believe that that commandment came to not to eat of that fruit uh, from God's directly to Adam himself, right? Well, Eve wasn't around when that was given. As the man is the head of the wife, the covering, what do you think he did? Well, what I think he did is he might have said, now, Eve, now listen, this is the one thing that we cannot do. Don't eat of that tree. In fact, don't even touch it. I'm speculating. But uh, man's word got wrapped up into that already, and Adam was perfect. You don't think Adam exactly remembered what God said? He named every animal species out there. I mean, come on. He was created perfect. But I just want to uh, just pose that to you, uh, that <laughs> that uh, eh, be careful as uh, men of God, as uh, it, you know those brothers out there that are going to you know get married. Uh, God has placed this responsibility. That's why women are to, if they don't learn anything, to learn from their husband, so forth and so on. There's many, many verses about that. Um, so I just wanted to kind of put that out there to you and just be as an admonishment to you and to myself, the one that I'm looking at right here in the monitor, uh, be careful with the word of God, especially when you're teaching it. You want to just give the word, proclaim the word, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, nothing but the word of God. Um, so she may have made it up on her own. I don't know. Uh, again, I'm just speculating. But it's 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 a something that I've thought about in the past when you guys were talking about it. I kind of was like, yeah, I've I've definitely thought about that. Why did Eve say that to the serpent? Yeah, yea, hath God said the very first lie in the Bible. Yea, hath God said questioning the word of God, right off the bat. So, yeah. So okay. Well, that's an hour. And again, I apologize for a little bit of the audio stuff, but I think I got it figured out. And so next time it won't be so bad. And uh, we won't have that echo 
and I won't drop frames out of my recorder. That's the most frustrating part to me that I'm going to have to take a little bit of time to get fixed, but that's okay. You know, one day he will make all things new and, uh, boy, what a great, great, great thing. And, um, so I, I appreciate, I appreciate the fact that, uh, you took time out of your busy evening to tune in here again, here on the YouTube channel. And also those that, uh, tuned in on Facebook live. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining me here on let this mind be in you. And next should be next Thursday. It could be next Friday. We may not even be here next, next week or even tomorrow or the next minute. Life's a vapor, but get it settled. Get it settled uh, where your faith and trust is placed into. Is it in your righteousness or in his? And uh, there's plenty of uh, salvation messages here on this channel and other brothers' channels that are around. And uh, go to the word of God, though. Let this mind be in you. And I, I appreciate you. God bless you. Have a great night, and uh, I'll be seeing you, if not here on YouTube and not in person, maybe face-to-face as we gather around the throne. Wouldn't that be awesome? Love you in the Lord. Have a great night. God bless. See you.